0: Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Shadow people. Happened to you when you were a little kid. It started then, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it started then, and I've had a number of experiences since then. Still? Still, yeah. Um, You know, when I go out in in paranormal investigations, uh, there's a number of times where I will still see shadow people. It might just be a quick wisp that starts in a a door somewhere, but um, most recently was this past summer, it was billowing smoke coming up a hallway.
0: Oh, geez. Why you? Are you like a magnet?
1: You know, it, it's interesting. This is a uh, something that we, we talk about from uh, quite a bit, actually, is the, the resonance of people and how people vibrate at different levels. So, um, like my girlfriend, Shauna, she will see more apparitions there than shadows where Conversely, I will see more shadows than apparitions, and it seems to be, at least to me, that you know we're vibrating at different levels. So I'm able to tune into the shadows more than, you know, your traditional uh, full-bodied apparition.
0: Tell us about the episode when you were a child.
1: Yeah, when I was a child, about eight or nine years old, I woke up in the middle of the night, and in the corner of my bedroom, I a shadow person. Now, at that age I had no idea of course that's what it was or you called it a shadow person or anything like that. You know, I woke up and I thought there was an intruder in my room and mm-hmm. he was about to kill me, which of course didn't happen. But what did happen is this thing approached my bed, leaned over, took me by my wrist and crossed my arms across my body for whatever crazy reason, and then it ran off down the hall. So it was a totally bizarre situation. I tried to scream, you know, when this was happening to me. Of course, nothing came out of my mouth because I was just so frightened. Sure. And after it ran off, I took off to my parents' bedroom and, you know, yelling and screaming and telling them what happened. They, you know, consoled me and said, "Well, no, no, it was just a bad dream. But I was awake for this entire incident.
0: How soon after that did the other episodes start occurring?
1: The next one, when I was uh, it was when I was 13 years old. It was a very different situation. Uh, we had moved out of that house in Massachusetts to a house in Ohio, and it was one of those cases in which I'm unpacking boxes, putting things up on shelves and in my closet, and out of the corner of my eye, I kept seeing something peering in the doorway, and I turn and look, and it would take off. This happened time and time again, and Finally, I decided to ask my mother about it, and I guess she thought I was old enough now to <laughs> that I wouldn't be uh, so scared. And she confirmed for me that she was also seeing this thing in our house. So from there, I just decided that I was going to call it Tom, like Peeping Tom. And so anytime it would peer in my room, I'd say, "Hi, Tom," and it would take off. Um, What's interesting about this is the activity only lasted for a few months, and then it went away. So I chalked it up to something that maybe was in the house, was just checking us out as a family, deemed that we were okay, and then went about its business somewhere.
0: What was the basis for writing A Walk in the Shadows? What uh, what got you going into that?
1: Well, with A Walk in the Shadows, um, I've had a number of shadow people experiences throughout my life, throughout my career as a paranormal investigator, and it's a topic that I get asked about a lot. So It
0: does. It comes up all the time, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it? all
1: the time. All the time. And I go out on speaking engagements a lot as well, and so it's one of the presentations that I give, and I decided to just go ahead and turn the presentation into a much bigger format, into a book, to give people something to refer to. There's, you know, we break down all the different types of uh, shadow people there are, and then we get into uh, a, a lot deeper concepts, of course, sleep paralysis, old hag syndrome, that sort of thing, but also even concepts about are some shadow people extraterrestrials, are shadow people something to do with living in a simulated universe and things like that.
0: Amazing work, Mike, that you've done, to be sure. In your opinion, at this point, what are shadow people?
1: To me, shadow people are interdimensional beings. And I've had an incident where this was confirmed for me. So I was on a paranormal investigation at a restaurant called Johnny V's. This was in Muskogee, Oklahoma. We were really just finishing up the investigation. A couple of guys were up in the upper bar area, a couple of people were out in the restaurant area, I was just doing a last photo sweep of the restaurant. I walked into the kitchen area, and as I walked in, there was this wisp of a shadow that just darted right across the room and slammed through this swinging metal door. It's just one of those flimsy metal doors that waiters and waitresses use to carry out food with so that you know, it, it doesn't have much to it. You can just touch the thing and the, and the door moves. But what was interesting about this is that when that shadow being slammed through that door and you heard the sound, the door didn't move at all. And I called out to the others, hey, did you hear that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we heard that. And I have it on audio and everything, of this slamming of the door. So what, ha- what seems to me what happened there was that as I walked into this kitchen, and I saw this shadow being. It perhaps maybe even saw me as a shadow or a ghost or something. We were on two different planes of existence that at that point in time were crossing each other or were echoing into each other. And perhaps on its plane of existence, when it blew through that door, maybe that door did actually open up. But the sound of it, since sound is on different wavelengths, that reverberated between the two dimensions. Do these shadow people, Mike, talk? You know, that's an excellent question, and it's really a, a question that's just been posed to me here over the last couple of years, and it seems that they talk telepathically to people. They don't, they don't have a physical mouth to really speak with, but people have reported that, whether you know, it's a shadow person at the end of their bed, in the corner of the room, that they sometimes do hear a voice in their head that is talking to them.
0: And have you ever found them to be evil? Or hurting you?
1: Yeah, that's another great question. So I believe that shadow people are like humans in that some are evil and some are good, some are fine. There are, yes, there are shadow people that are nefarious and malicious in nature and are out to do people harm. Uh, there are others that seem more benign in nature and is standing in your room. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. That is Not, creepy. Yeah, definitely creepy. Not necessarily evil, but certainly creepy. While others like that one that I described where it darted across the room, it was like I walked into the room and I scared it. So I can't necessarily say that one's evil.
0: Would you say the shadow person is much like the hat person or are we dealing with two different entities there?
1: Yeah, I believe they're they're all separate entities. So the hat the hat man would certainly be one a specific kind of shadow person. And that's one that does seem more nefarious in nature that uh, seems to come into a person's room and feeds off their fear like some sort of uh, emotional or energy vampire. Um, and, and sometimes he's flanked by other shadow people as well. So, um, you know, that's one to look out for. But there are all different types, you know, regular humanoid figure, a hat person, mists and smoke and crawlers and a lot of different types.
0: Where do they come from, in your
1: opinion, Mike? I think they come from another dimension. Um, There are some that Mm -hmm. I do believe are actual human spirits, and those are hard to tell whether or not, okay, is this an interdimensional being, or is this actually a human spirit? Others may actually even be extraterrestrials. There's a lot of different possibilities.
0: Could they be stumbling into us accidentally from another universe? Maybe an opening, a portal, and they fall through?
1: Yeah, I think that's absolutely possible. They, you know, they could accidentally be accessing our plane of existence without knowing it. Some may even be doing it on purpose. Perhaps they're, you know, here to do some sort of research. So there's a lot of different possibilities here.
0: Years ago, I saw shadow animals, uh, rodents that looked like armadillos, uh, a whole line of them going across the road. You know, I almost swerved thinking I was going to hit these things. And I went right through them. There was nothing there, but there was just a whole line of these dark armadillo looking creatures that weren't physical
1: at all. Is that
0: conceivable?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's a shadow, so it's, it's not necessarily it doesn't necessarily have a physicality to it. And as far as animals, I've, I've seen what I call shadow cats. Uh, they didn't necessarily have the physical features of a cat, but they were about that size and kind of moved. Uh, the same way a cat would. And I've heard of uh, you know people uh, reporting shadow spiders and a lot of different shadow animals. It's really interesting.
0: Sleep paralysis, does that kind of induce the visions of a shadow person?
1: You know, I, I believe that... Okay, because that's a
0: medical condition, it right? It is a medical
1: condition. It is a legitimate medical condition, and I've experienced sleep paralysis before a couple of times, but I did not actually see shadow people during those couple sleep paralysis incidents. And a, a lot of people actually don't. I've, all of my shadow people moments have been without sleep paralysis. And a lot of people do report seeing shadow people without the sleep paralysis component. But some people do. And I, I think it's a bit of a, of a misnomer where the medical community uh, has pawned off People seeing shadow people as hallucinations due to sleep paralysis. Sure, um, you know sleep paralysis. Yes, definitely a medical condition, but I, it's a is a sleeping medical condition where uh, shadow people are, to me are a waking phenomenon. So, um, an example I like to give here is when I dream. Uh, I dream about a lot of different things. It, it's not just people. I might be dreaming about a car, or it could even be a you know, it could be a tree or whatever. When I wake up in the night and I'm having a sleep paralysis incident or whatever, um, it, it's not always a shadow that I see in my room. You know, it's or I, it wouldn't necessarily be a shadow that I'm seeing in my room. If I'm really hallucinating, I should see all these other things in my room too, but that's not what happens. Um, it's always a shadow that people report. So um, I, I don't buy into the uh, idea that these are just hallucinations.
0: See, I have found sleep paralysis to be tied into being so tired, so exhausted, that you're still in your sleep state. You're barely awake, and you're so tired you just basically can't move. Right. You're, you're, you're kind of locked up. Uh, but, you know, you're not panicking or anything because... You're ready to go back to bed again. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the couple times that it happened to me, um, yeah, my body was just so exhausted. I was actually in a uh, a work situation. I was at work. And uh, I had had so much going on the previous days beforehand. had spent many hours up late at night. And my body just said, forget it. We're going to sleep. And I totally crashed out sitting right there where I was at. However, my mind was still awake. And I could hear everything going on around me and the first time that happened to me i I was frightened i i didn't know if i was going to be able to get out of it because i'd never been in that situation before and i was still quite young i was 20 years old at the time and i just you know thought about it for a moment like okay can i at least wiggle a toe and after a little while i was able to do that and then wiggled a couple more my foot up my leg and just slowly woke up my entire body The second time it happened since I'd already been through it, I wasn't nearly as frightened, but you're right. It's essentially your body just boom, crashing out, but your mind is still awake at the time.
0: Have you found that these shadow people are trying to convey a message to us? What do they seem to be doing?
1: I think most of them, most of, at least most of my experiences seem to be there in some sort of observation mode, like they're studying us for some reason. And we we can speculate as to what that reason may be, but we don't really know. Others, like the hat man, seem to be feeding off uh, people's fear, which is, you know, of course, very disconcerting. Uh, others seem to be oblivious that we are even there, that they're just darting to and fro and uh, don't really seem to pay us any mind.
0: Michael, how do they seem to disappear? When they go away, how, how do they go away?
1: You know, a lot of A lot of times, they just seem to dissipate away. I've I've walked into a room before where it's been just a huge black shadow cloud, and it just slowly dissipated away. I've seen others like that very first one. It, it darted into a closet. So, most seem to dissipate. Others seem to find some sort of exit to the room, and they're just gone.
0: Are are the sightings more during the nighttime as opposed to the daytime?
1: They do seem to be more at night, but you do hear about shadow people during the day as well. So it's it's a mixed bag.
0: Have you ever had any reports of people being physically hurt by a shadow
1: person? Um, I've well personally, I had that one grab my arms and cross them across my body. So there was,
0: but you weren't um, hurt.
1: I I wasn't hurt during that. So they can physically touch you. Um, Probably the closest that I've had uh, heard of somebody getting hurt is being lifted off the bed, um, which... And dropped down? Or, yeah, or, and drop back down after that.
0: Almost like a trampoline effect?
1: Pretty much, yeah. yeah. they are picked up, dropped down. Of course, during that entire time, uh, they're going through the whole, you know, trying to scream. They're, they're panicking. Sure. Yeah, they're panicking. So Who it seems to be feeding off fear again here.
0: Have they ever attempted to strangle anybody or to take somebody's breath away, anything like that?
1: Uh, well, when you get the old hag syndrome with the old hag sitting on the chest and they're pressing down, right. that's where people start to uh, lose breath. And I've even had one report in which somebody woke up to the image of a dire wolf on their chest. And what was really interesting about that, um, you see, with a lot of shadow people uh, reports that it's a solitary moment for that singular person, and they don't have a witness to this. But in this one with this dire wolf, uh, the, the woman saw this on her chest, was screaming, uh, her husband woke up, turned on the light, and although he didn't see the dire wolf, he saw the impressions of a paw print in her shoulders. So very, very unusual, but um, yeah, it was another one where it was so heavy on her chest, she was starting to lose her breath.
0: David Weatherly reports on black-eyed children, these uh, phenomenon of Mm -hmm. kids, small, who show up at your door or other places. You know, they have these black eyes, and they want in. They want in your house. Have you come across any of those?
1: I have not yet seen any uh, black-eyed children myself. And, yes, David's work is is fantastic on the subject. Um, A lot of people do ask me if black-eyed children are shadow people, and I don't believe so. You know, with black-eyed children, you, you see all their features. They're actually able to, um, you know, speak and enunciate to you and, and all of that. Um, but I do believe that they're interdimensional beings, like shadow people are interdimensional beings. Or at least when you talk about a true shadow person.
0: Are there different types of shadow people, Mike?
1: Yeah, there are a lot of different types of shadow people. Um, you know, from we've talked about the Hat Man. There's Entities with red eyes there's what we call the crawler so there's a lot of different types and characteristics
0: and do they have facial expressions or is it simply all shadow looking people
1: it's it's pretty much all shadow you know i I've, I've stared right into the face of of a shadow person there no eyes no 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 mouth now the one exception would be there are some shadow people that do depict the eyes and Normally it's red eyes, but sometimes there's purple, yellow, blue. Right. Um, and, and that, if they have any facial feature at all, that seems to be the one. And it's just, it, it's sporadically, it's not all the time.
0: And they never have weapons or anything like that in their hands, do they?
1: No, no. People don't ever report weapons. It's just, you know, they might be wearing some sort of clothing, like the hat man. And he might be also be wearing a uh, trench coat. And, there's different kind of styles for that too there, there might be a top hat and a cape and i've even have heard one report where they're wearing like an archer style hat i,
0: like I was going to say the garb looks more like it's from the 1800s doesn't yeah. it it's that's weird
1: yeah it's really bizarre listen to more coast to coast am every
0: weeknight at 1 a.m eastern and go to coast for more